0: but I'm challenging people by letting them know that change is upon us. We're not looking for change. We're not asking for change. It is change. We are change. We are writing the history books right now.
1: Hey, Slay, hey everyone. It's me, Jay, and I'm with my girl Nina. And welcome back to the No Stylus Left Behind podcast. We have to give a big shout out to our sponsors at Oligo Professional, Nina, Tulio, Odom, Ladner, Winfrey. Let's go. I love you so. <laughs> i love when you say all my last names i forgot smith and i forgot <laughs> um neil i forgot neil That maybe that's a little trick like a little hint what's about <laughs> to happen guest, yes <laughs> but listen 2024 is among us how are you feeling about this year
2: i'm feeling lit i'm ready i got listen we went to dublin we <gasps> we did our thing we had the best time in dublin and I was so honored to be speaking on the stage with Forrest Salon Software. And it was the most magical time. They know how to throw a party for sure. Everyone was so kind and so friendly and just made us feel so welcome. And Jay and I shared a dorm for nine days together. Nine days.
1: And we literally (laughs) had like systems and protocols. Like every night I would set up the the iPad to watch our shows. We're figuring (laughs) out how to watch Housewives and all this stuff, right? Because all the tea was happening in America and we had to keep up, right? Mm -hmm. And then Nina, you would take the the room service outside the door at the same exact time we were best roommates and can we talk about like the like how bad we missed each other (laughs) our withdrawal
2: after we left each other because we were together for nine days and we had it we slept in twin beds like we were in a dorm legit i felt like we were in college and then when we then we had this you know 850 hour flight home which, you know, we got through that. But it was when you left, I was like, where's my best friend? It was so weird I because we spent so much time together. And so I thank you for stepping in. My husband, you know, was planned and set to go, but we had to make a decision at the last minute so he can stay home with our dog because our senior dog is um, having some health issues. And so, um, yeah, thank you so much for stepping in and just doing the damn thing and sharing my dorm. Bestie, listen,
1: I'm a <laughs> ride and die with you you hear me <laughs> I'm into both okay yes. that's just me and Forrest I will say that put on one of the best events I they are wild up in Ireland and I'm yes. here for it like I was it like was, yes yes it I love so it. much fun
2: and so, now we're ready so, oh,
1: we're ready, we're to ready. so it's like <laughs> I'm so giddy I can barely contain myself because this woman this magical woman has been a part of both of our lives Nina for a while now. She has really inspired us, leaned into us, loved us, is always so nurturing. I've had many moments sharing a stage with this icon and legend. Let us introduce again. She is familiar to the No Solace Left Behind podcast community. And she is Kia, artistically new. (laughs) And one of our besties, we love you. Welcome to the podcast again. And we cannot wait to get all up in it with you. How are you?
0: Oh my gosh. Hello. Hello, Nina, Jay. Y'all know what y'all excite me. First of all, I love, and I look forward to coming on the podcast and, and speaking with you both. But if anybody needs to know, we spend at least 30 minutes beforehand catching up. Yes. <laughs> having a good time, but I'm so excited to dive into some great conversation with you all. And hello, everyone that's listening. Thank you for having me back.
2: We're pumped because I don't know if you know this um, Kia, but the last time that we had you on our podcast, we, it was, it wasn't um, impromptu, but we kind of went in this direction and you just started, you were going through a change in your business and you just started sharing all the goods. And to this day, it is one of our most listened to episodes and we have gotten DMs about it. Jay and I both, people were so inspired by you. And I... You know what I always say about you. When you talk, I listen. listen. That doesn't, I don't say that often. That Believe me, because I <laughs> talk a lot and I don't listen a lot. But when you talk, I listen. And so we're just so honored to, A, be friends with you and watch your growth, your significant growth and how you've impacted our industry in a very, very profound way. And we're always still learning from you. And today's no different because we're going to talk about fear And we're going to talk about value and we're going to talk about when you have to move through fear and go into the lane of value in your salon business and who better to talk to than you because you've been doing some breakthrough shit. So, yeah, we're pumped about this.
0: Well, listen, let's get to it because y'all are making me feel good. So I I am going to just dive right into this conversation (laughs) with y'all because let me tell you, people DM'd me behind that also, um, that Mm -hmm. particular episode. And like you said, I was in a huge shift and quite honestly, we didn't speak for 30 minutes that particular day. Like that particular day, we jumped right into a recording and y'all were just like, so let's talk about this. And it absolutely lined up. Um, with what I was going through at the time. And so I'm really grateful that I get to be used as a vessel to, to really Mm. share what's happening with me in real time, because so many people do benefit from that. So I love the transparency of our conversations and it, and and I'm glad to know that it has inspired um, people to really think about and to process uh, where they are right now. Mm, Absolutely. So
2: I'm gonna dive in and and kind of go into what's been happening in our industry. And a lot of it has to do with stylists and salon owners. They've been noticing a different kind of holiday season. They've been noticing a different kind of um, consumer behavior. And they've been feeling it and they've been feeling a little bit slow. They maybe have been rocked a little bit in the way that consumers have been changing behavior, maybe coming in less. You know, I feel like I'm reliving the, uh, recession of 2009 when I was a Solano, which Mm -hmm. was a very, very, very scary time for so many people. And, um, I just want to know what advice do you have for people? Because what I notice, and maybe Kia, you notice the same when shit goes South in our business, we tend to go back to our emotional home, Mm -hmm. which a lot of us is fear for a lot of us. It's self doubt for a lot of us. It is that we are not worthy. And what I would love to do is be able to shift that mindset from living in the space of fear and when things go south in your business, because it's going to happen in every business. It's inevitable. How do we move from fear to really looking within and starting to see the value that we offer and provide? So I'm I'm curious to hear how we navigate that bridge between fear and value.
0: Well, let me just say this. As a person that's constantly taking risks Every day of their life, like every time I open my mouth, I feel like I'm taking a huge risk. And so there's a fear that goes along with that, that has attached itself um, to me at at all times. Right. But the idea is for me to sit and figure out when things are happening, like in that moment and I'm taking inventory and I'm like, and this is what I'll say for the salon owners. You know, the the holidays are different. Consumer behavior is different. The money is different. The math ain't mathing. Right. All the things. I think we have, like you said, this knee-jerk reaction to go back to what is most familiar. And like you said, the emotional home, fear is like that roommate you can't get rid of. Mm -hmm. And I, and I feel like we're most comfortable because we know what it is. We, we, we're familiar because it's been there all of our lives. Right. For whatever reason, but we've got to understand, like, how do we, how do we process what's happening in the moment? And for me, I'm going to share what I do. I take a moment. I'm just going to be still because I think the knee jerk reaction is to respond
2: Mm -hmm. and to
0: react and to do something, anything. Because we gotta have an answer. We've gotta have a response. We're so programmed to doing things so quickly that what we don't realize is, you know, they used to say you think long, think wrong, but I kind of feel like there's 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 this 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 thing about us just jumping off the ledge and doing mm. something without stopping for a minute and taking inventory of what's really happening and asking ourselves the question, is this a moment? Mm. Is this permanent? Is this this something I can do, I can change? But I think slowing down some and not making those knee-jerk reactions to default into, I'm afraid, I'm in freeze mode, um, I don't know what's happening, I feel like I'm out of control. And that, to me, just sorts of reads and weaves this thread of, like you said, the limited beliefs about what's actually happening. And when we talk about having that value, sitting still with yourself and saying, what do I bring to the table? And really just, I don't want to say pat yourself on the back a little bit, but we have a hard time doing that, right? Just as mm-hmm. we tell, do. we, yeah. we, we don't know how to say, girl, you're doing the dang on thing. You, you've done everything. You've done nothing wrong. The season has changed, right? Like I told uh, one of my not not one but my team members they were talking about how 23 had kind of dragged us all by our edges and you know they were just saying declarations like I'm going to do better I'm going to be better I'm going to do more I'm going to work harder I'm going to blah 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 and I'm like that's not really what what the response is right just because you wore the same coat for a while to prepare mm-hmm. for the weather that's that's upon you if one day the weather changes and you didn't know and the situation changes, does that mean that the coat isn't good enough now? Or does it mean you just simply get another coat? Mm, mm. What is right now? It doesn't mean that Every effort you had before, now that the code is bad, the code didn't ever work, the code did work. We did work. We did good work. We are valuable. We are still valuable, right? But something has changed that now means we have to reassess, and we can only do that in clear heart and mind. So if we stay still and think about it, now we can say, what do I bring to the table? Where is my value in this whole thing? What does my salon, what has my salon been doing? And me as a stylist, that's been great. I wouldn't want to change a thing. Is there room to change, grow, shift or evolve? Yes. And then we start getting that implementation there. But I think allowing the limited beliefs to be the loudest voice in the room and the single penny in the can is something that we must work towards, you know, silencing those limited beliefs.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I I'm
0: not a lot just now, but
1: no, I love it. I, I think that there is this awakening happening, right? Where our awareness levels are are becoming more frequent, right? When we're looking around. And and I think tapping into and understanding, wait, where I'm at is great, right? I think the limiting beliefs comes in and says, no, they're not. They're the same, they've always been. But if we give ourselves grace and that momentum of change, right? And our conversations look different and our businesses are shifting, can we adapt and evolve through that and with that? And a lot of times, I think we've all experienced that rock bottom moment Mm -hmm. where it's either go all in or bow out, right? Do something totally opposite. So for the people who, are feeling like they're the the salon owner, the stylist, the human that's running their business. And that limiting belief is setting them right into that rock bottom moment. Or maybe they're just like trying to figure out what does change look like? and, And it's scary and it's vulnerable. What are some tips that you can give them that will help them ride out that rock bottom to see a brighter future, different ways within their business, just so that they can tap into that awareness and not feel so heavy around that energy if they're feeling a little lost. I
0: love, I love that question, Jay. And let me say how this is gonna tie back into what um, Nina asked,
2: mm. because
0: limited beliefs have an origin. Mm. And a lot of what we default to because it's, like we said, familiar, it's made a home. It's made space in our lives. It's because it's living in our subconscious. It's living in this space that we don't even know why it's there, right? We don't know who gave it to us. We don't really know why we think um that we're not good enough or that we're not serving um ourselves well enough or the community or we're not showing up our full self because we interpret change negatively we are, we do we, we we don't like to break up friendships we don't like to switch jobs we don't like to you know it doesn't matter what the relationship is yeah. when it's not serving you anymore we look at everything so negatively right? But it's because we don't understand how to embrace change and evolve as much, but that has an origin. So I would share people when you do hit that rock bottom, right? And then you're there sitting with all these limited beliefs and all of these, all, these little roommates that are around going, you know, things have changed. You're not good enough. Or you know what? You didn't, you don't do color well enough as the next one. Or, you know, the reason why Miss Susie isn't coming in is because like all of these limited beliefs, it's to really, like I said, just sit back with it and stop for a second. And think about that as, is this true? Is what I'm thinking true? That's that's how I do. I'm like, now, nah, is this true or is this just the nosebleed section talking? And let me just say this. I look at my limited beliefs like people in the nosebleed sections. And, you know, the nosebleed sections are really loud. It's the, mm. big, it's the biggest space in the arena for the nosebleed section. But it's also the least heard and understood group of people because the people that are on the, on the ground playing can't really hear them. You can't hear what's in a nosebleed section. And even, even if you could, the best thing I would say is turn your miracle ear off and stop listening to the nosebleed section. Right. Mm -hmm. Because fear doesn't play well with you on the ground. It's a very stifling and paralyzing um, polarizing is the word I'm looking for, um, feeling an emotion. So my thing is, is keep your limited beliefs back where they are, which is in a nosebleed section and learn how to tune out the chatter and say to yourself, is that true? Um, is this real? Is this permanent? Is it temporary? Is there something I can do? And then start to the process. And we talked about adding value. Yes, we might have to make some changes but it's not a negative thing. Mm -hmm. We don't don't have to look at it wasn't good enough because I'm adding something or I'm changing something or I'm rearranging something. If that means adding new services, it's finding things that inspire you. Mm -hmm. It's finding things that have um, some type of motivation. What's stimulating you? Like even looking online and looking through other people's things and just seeing, is there something that I'm missing? Can I incorporate this into my business? Can I add this service? Can I add more texture to this service? Mm-hmm. Can I open up, can I open myself up to be vulnerable enough to add more, more education to um, my repertoire, right? Um, I feel like people are not as prone to make moves until something really happens. They wait until they get to the rock bottom to start yeah. looking around for the answer when really, if we are always evolving and looking for new ways to sort of add to and create value along the way, maybe we wouldn't hit rock bottom so bad. But I know that we get there. We we, we all do. Sure. But I do feel like using social media as a stimulation and, and, and not an irritation. Mm. Oh.
2: Well, you know what's crazy that you mentioned this? And I'm so glad that you brought up change because I think that change is so much frowned upon in our industry. Mm -hmm. And I believe that change is one of the can be a big driving force for your business to grow. I think the thing that we need to think about is if we're running our businesses the way we were doing 10 years ago, we're not growing because our industry is not what it was 10 years ago. So looking at change as a positive, but also knowing that pivoting is necessary. You have to learn to take pivots in your business. You can no longer continue to, it's like pricing. If we're pricing our services from five, 10 years ago, we're losing money. If we are budgeting our money the way that we were five, 10 years ago, we're losing money. If we stay still in our business and we are afraid to make moves and pivot, we are staying still and stuck in our businesses. So I'm so glad that you mentioned the change aspect. It's yeah, because so you'll important. be
0: obsolete. You'll mm-hmm. be obsolete. You, 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 you'll have a... Uh, inoperable operating systems. You know what I mean? Like you, yeah. you keep your phone too long, Apple lets you know that your, your <laughs> systems are out of reach right at this point. Like all of a sudden everything is whack and working out because they're telling you that your operating system is is old and that you need to come up to age. And I think the only thing constant is change. And if we learn to embrace change as something, like you said, Nina, that's necessary and we embrace it and not look at it like a negative thing, then we would we would be in a constant constant uh mode of malleability i guess that's what i'm looking for like we would constantly be pliable because the people that that are successful are the ones that accept change the easiest and the fastest Mm -hmm. and conform to it the Mm -hmm. ones that are just sitting back like i'm not gonna move i shall not be moved and i'm not changing anything because it's working no it's working today but call me tomorrow it's not gonna work so you know i feel like people and i have had to do that too like you know, realize that change is upon us. Sure. And and we have to be able to figure out what that change looks like and what that addition to our lives look like and what does adding more value, not just raising your prices, because ain't nobody, I mean, I'll be honest, I was doing shampoos and conditions. I can remember as far back as charging $25, 20 if you came every week. Baby, I'm not looking at you for $25 at this point, right? Right. But I've learned to evolve and add value to those services, not just, now inflation is a good reason to just add. (laughs) To add, right? You can say, you know, you've been to the grocery store, you know, you know, you know what it is. But if you add value, then you almost, you can't, no one can deny that the price increase. No one can deny it like, okay, I feel like I'm getting more, you know, and and it doesn't always have to be, more product more labor more time it, it doesn't have to be all three anyway at the same time it could be different ways but i think education like studying with nina tulio understanding your numbers in business studying with jay latin and finding more effective and efficient ways of applying color that make you know you save more time less money less product getting to the different results studying with kia with texture versus race mm in more textures, being open to more people with different textures or giving more services to the service menu. These are all effective ways of growing and evolving. And I just think people sometimes, like you said, they wait until they get to the the very bottom and they're on their back. And then they're like, okay, now what? But the reality is, is, if you're already at the bottom, the only place to look is up. So now we do have a place to go.
2: Mm.
1: I thank you so much for that. I'm revved up. I'm fired up and I'm really excited because I'm about to pivot mm. like a traveling guide in a haircut. You hear me? Let's go. <laughs> let's go. I felt that in my spirit. Okay. I mean, listen.
0: I, I get that.
2: <laughs> I never know what's gonna come out of your damn mouth. I just
1: you never sit know, know, but I here we are. Guy. Like uh, it like a, like a round graduation. Let's go. So <laughs> here we go. I was watching a magical video from you recently. Mm. Actually, I find while I was on the on an airplane last night mm. and and you brought up education and you brought up knowledge and you brought up change. And what was so beautiful for me, and, and it was a reminder for myself. That right now, and I'm not going to quote you hundred percent, but what I got from it was, we're in the middle of the book, and we're inside the middle of the book. And this is where it's about to make me emotional. And this is where it really counts. This is where in the middle of the book, when it when it gets nitty-gritty and you're finding out, oh goodness. I'm part of the problem, or I'm not moving the needle forward, or I am, and I need to get my community together, or whatever it is. This is where change is really among us, where we really get to the nitty-gritty of the work. And why I'm bringing this up is because on March 17th to the 19th, Texture versus Race has a three-day education summit for stylists. But I think more than stylists, for fellow humans, Mm -hmm. right? And it's going to be in Baltimore, Maryland. And I want, and me and Nina want, to honor you and the community and the conversation and the sense of urgency that we have right now in our industry, because we're in the middle of the book. We're deep down into the chapters and everything we do right now counts. So I want to give you the floor to really help us understand how crucial and how important it is more than ever right now.
0: First of all, thank you so much for referencing um, that video because that was me in a moment sharing that the Renaissance is here. Like, and mm-hmm. the one thing about history is that you never know you're in it until you're out of it. Be studied. Like, it was the moment. Like, there have been moments over the past 10 years that we will never, as a, as a human, forget. But could we really see that in the moment that we were in? Not really. But I'm challenging people by letting them know that change is upon us. We're not looking for change. We're not asking for change. It is change. We are change. We are writing the history books right now. Right now. And so when I ask people to to think about where they're spending their time, their money, their resources, and their energy, I'm asking you to think about it and think about it hard. Because we can do what we've been doing all this time. But Texture versus Race has worked extremely hard to help keep the ink wet mm. so that we can write what's important, right where we are, to write to the wrongs in equity, to create uh, more justice, to create more opportunity for us to have more inclusiveness. For us to see more diversity, not in just name and label, but in the activation of it all. Mm-hmm. And it requires the like-minded people to come together to execute what we can get from other hair shows. But are you doing it with people who are absolutely aligned with the message and the movement. Are our hearts aligned in this? And that's what I want for Texture Versus Race. It's not that you're just coming to learn curls and coils. Now, let me just say, curls and coils will be the bell of the ball. But however, (laughs) right, There there are other appendages and other spokes to education that will be there. And we're doing it in a way that the only thing that makes this different, well, the biggest thing that makes this different is that everybody comes with the same mindset. Everybody's conversation is gonna be well-rounded. Everybody's gonna be able to support and to to pour into and to um, contribute to the conversation of how do we make this world, how do we make this industry, how do we make this space more inclusive so that everyone is thriving And everybody, so every brand has been handpicked because your conversation needs to be, let me tell you how my products can work on everybody. And if it's for something specific, that's fine too. But let's understand that the products are for performance and not people and let the people decide when the performance is needed. Yes. Mm -hmm. That, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The educators are all well-rounded. And even if they aren't, They're there to secure and bring their platform, bring their space, bring their influence to the table to say, here's what I have to contribute to it. So if it means leveling the playing field and giving what information that I have and we figure out how to work it so that everybody is gleaming and everyone is learning from it, then so be it. But you will see, what you will see in our educators is that you will see what it should look like later. You will see Mm. people working side by side that you normally don't see. You will see mismatches of what we assume is the norm, right? So you might see someone that's lighter in complexion than me working on someone that's darker with tighter curls, and then just the opposite. You see someone that's my complexion or darker working on someone that has straighter or wavier hair because we're showing you what it should look like. But we're writing... It right now. Yes. And I'm asking people to consider, I know we all have budgets. I know we all you know, have our educational budgets and we have to be mindful of how we're spending our money, but be mindful about how you're spending your money. Like if you're not supporting, you can't keep DMing me and clapping it up in the, in the, you know, the comment section, but you don't put your money where your mouth is. Like you got to come to the events. You have to support the efforts that are there to push the movement. You can't say I'm an ally, but you don't show up to the events. Yeah, I love premiere, I love IBS, I love them all. And they're all doing their small part in trying to make oh. change and moving. But if TVR is saying, no, we are the movement. Yep. We are the movement and we have brought everyone that you love to the table to say at its core, we wanna be diverse, we wanna be equitable, we wanna be inclusive. And with that, let's learn this education. Let's Let's help. Yes. That's it. (laughs) Absolutely. That's that's all. And it's a couple days. And I know that
2: there is a lot of different types of education and educators. And the thing that I love about you and your educators and just the way that it's presented. And I know that you want people to feel welcomed. You know, that I think is the biggest part of it there are going to be tough conversations. There are going to be hard conversations, but you're opening up the floor and you're, you're allowing people to be vulnerable and you're allowing them to ask those hard and difficult questions and you're educating them. And it's not just you. You have a team of people who are coming at the forefront of this that are really putting you know all of their energy into this. So for someone who's interested, who really, really wants to Um, be a part of TVR? How can they find you? How can they find tickets? Where do they get more information? Tell them where to go.
0: Absolutely. You can go on my, my page. You know, I have all the links on my page. Texture versus race. It's Kia artistically on Instagram. Texture versus race or just texture versus textureversusrace.com. And uh-huh. if you've listened this far, that means you're totally invested. If you're still listening, I'm going to offer you something that I won't offer to anybody that's already clicked off 10 minutes ago, right? Because you <laughs> listened to it to the end. So <laughs> now I feel like we should reward you for that. So we're going to put a code up that's going to be for an amazing amount of money off of your ticket, right? It's going to be uh, something that you're going to be able to DM me for. And you're going to say, Kia, I heard you on this podcast. Give me the code. I want Mm -hmm. the code. This is so that we establish a sense of commitment from you. I don't want you to just go and say, oh, they gave away some. No, I want you to be proactive and I want you to DM me so I can have a sense of accountability with you to say, I'm going to give you this code when you DM me and say, I heard you on Nina and Jay's podcast. I want to come to TVR. Can I have the code? That is how we're going to um, share that process. Thank you so much. I think that's amazing. Um, One thing, Nina, I wanted to point out is that you talked about being able to have conversations in and around Mm -hmm. uh, with the educators. Here's the beautiful thing. Here's what we did this year usually everybody is in one room and we watch the same education. This year we're expanding it so that people can pick and choose according to what Mm. their niches are, but still be able, and I'm sorry, my dog is excited um, and still be able to, uh, still be able to, to, uh, hear how that education is spun and used on all textures of hair, which is super important, right? But one of the things I wanted to really hone in on is that we don't get a lot of opportunity to to really connect and network and mm-hmm. really huddle with the people that are that that we want to, that we love. So when we bring Jay to uh, TVR and they're in person, Jay's not only going to have an opportunity to educate from the stage and educate in the classroom, but there'll also be time for, for Jay to have a huddle where people mm. can come and sit at Jay's feet and say, I just want to ask you a couple questions. And so what that does is that creates a level of network, a level of connection that people don't normally have with the artists at the big shows because you're being ushered in 50 different directions. Sure. Same thing with the brands. If we get someone to sit down and say, I'm doing a meetup on this particular subject, you can decide which meetups you want to go to, whether it's over coffee, whether it's by the the banner and by the stage, whether it's in the mezzanine, no matter where it is, we'll have specific times for you to really just sit at the feet of the people that are there to serve you. Uh And And we don't get that often. And so we yeah. really wanted to hone in on that. And create. And that's why we asked the brands not to sell anything, mm-hmm. like create accounts, create relationships, network. That's what we want for our brands. We, we, when we're doing it in so many different ways to really pull that point to the forefront, but you will never know what the experience is going to be until you get in the room. And I will tell you, get in the room. That's that's yeah. all I can tell you is that there's no greater heartbreak than a seat not taken.
1: Yeah.
0: You gotta get in the room, y'all. Like that's all I can tell you. We're putting everything we got into it. And I I just if there's a question, if you're afraid of the we're not in your face going, hey, how many black clients do you have? <laughs> did you did you you know what I yeah. mean? I think people are afraid. No, I'm serious. People yeah. Are afraid because we've been we've we've done DEI and we've overdone it in a way where people are just simply afraid and I want you to come to it thinking more like how do I become a more evolved person this isn't about being chastised this is about becoming more aware of what's Mm. happening in our world right now, what's happening in our industry, and how do we become the elevated industry that we all want to see and be in? Mm. That's what this is about. Mm. So that same limited belief about, oh, they're going to be mean, no one's, no one, no, that's not what it is. If you come close enough, you'll realize that that ugly painting that you see and that you perceive about Di efforts and people that, you know, want to have conversations, it's really not, it's not what you think. And the fear is just a great way to keep you from being a part of the change that yeah. inevitably is going to happen. Get in the mm. room. Get yes. In the room. Get
2: in the room and make sure you go on Texture vs. Race, check it out on Instagram, go on Kia's Instagram, go on their website and really just Get all the information you need and slide into that DM so you can get that code because that's a special one. I didn't even it's know It's going to be a great out. discount.
0: No, y'all didn't know that was coming. It's going to be a special discount. <laughs> and it's not no little bit of money. It ain't no 15, 20, no $50, no $100. I gonna tell you that now. It's, it's going to be, it's going to make a difference. So if you're serious wow. about it, get in there and let's Thank do you. it. We appreciate you. And listen,
2: I could literally talk to you for hours and hours and hours and just hear from you and what you have to say. You're so incredibly passionate about our industry and passionate about people. And we are always here to support you. And it just is an honor just to chat with you. So thank you for sharing your truth and your wisdom. And I know that this is going to impact so many people because there are people who are just feeling like they need a little push. They need to get out of their own way. They need to start making some changes and doing some things differently. So I think this is a really great way to do that. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for always sharing your soul with us. And we truly appreciate you here on the No Silas Left Behind podcast.
0: Thank you all for having me. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely, pre- absolute, an absolute pleasure is what I'm trying to say. Oh, thank <laughs> you It's always great. We always get to the heart of it. And Jay always finds a way to make me laugh uncontrollably. Mm, (laughs) That is the truth. So make sure you check out all of the Instagrams,
2: ask the questions, slide into the DMs. Uh, You can follow us on Instagram at it's Mr. Jay Ladner, at Kia Artistically Neil, at Nina Tulio and Oligo Pro on Instagram. And if you learn anything from listening to us today, please know it is okay to live in your truth. And remember Mm. to always live your life out loud. See you next Mm. time.